Good day, my good American people. I thank you so much for joining me today. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise. Today, I'd really like to take a look at uh, reality because as we are proceeding through the year 2023, it's been quite a bumpy ride so far, hasn't it? And what I really want to focus on is a very unpleasant fact, and that is simply this. Death is becoming America as we continue to proceed in a way that we do nothing. We have continued in our negligent inaction, and it's really catching up with us. And I want us to really think about that and the ways that it is proceeding. I want us not to be deceived. And each one of us has a responsibility to do something. The question is, what do we do? How do we do it? And when do we do it? Can you think of one thing? I mean, just one thing of significance that the rogue Biden regime has done for Americans to actually promote a life uh, of, of quality and prosperity. I really can't. I mean, I simply cannot conceive anything that the Biden regime has put forth that truthfully yields any benefit to good American people. And notice I mentioned good American people, people who are law-abiding citizens, people who love their country, love their God, and relatively serve as good citizens in their daily uh, happenings. You see, the Biden regime rewards criminals, rewards them whether they are in the United States or outside of the United States. Our domestic enemies are friends to the Biden regime. Now, that's a really scary thing because when we look at what they say and what they actually do, there is a strong disconnect and it cannot be ignored. And we have to stop listening to what they say. I simply cannot think of one good thing. I mean, take the issue of abortion. Um, they want to get rid of uh, certain terms, even ACOG, the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, is stating that we have to get rid of these terms that are uh, defamatory or inflammatory, such as elective abortion. That is a term that we have used in medicine for many, many decades, uh, saying that someone has chosen to kill their baby, to stop the pregnancy and a human life of that baby in the womb. We want to get rid of that. And ACOG recently has denied access uh, uh, of certain obstetricians and gynecologists who actually are pro-life. So the persecution among Christians and among those who have a sense of ethics and morality are being shot down progressively in America. And remember that the Biden regime not only wants to promote abortion, but they are all in favor of infanticide. And why would they not be? And of course, infanticide means that you kill a baby after it's born. Now, they also want to push partial birth abortion, which means you deliver the head of the baby and then you pith the baby, which means sever the spinal cord uh, right below the uh, base of the brainstem. And of course, that kills the baby instantly. 
and out comes uh, a blob of dead tissue. So they would like you to think, but really what comes out is a murdered human being. So death is a big part of our genocide that has been taking place for many, many years. And I'm so pleased that um, the Roe v. Wade decision was turned around. But look at what's happening. There is so much push to continue the evil that has terminated more babies by far than what we saw in, for example, the Jewish Holocaust or any other genocide for that matter. We consider ourselves to be a civil an advanced nation, but we are among the most barbaric when we consider the deaths that result from abortion. And so death is written all over that. Now, moving on, um, what about all the drugs coming across our southern border and perhaps our northern border and perhaps through the mail? We have fentanyl constantly being found. We, we see uh, lots of cocaine. Of course, marijuana is accessible to everyone. It's legal now virtually everywhere. And many, many people, including conservatives, many conservatives still think that marijuana is actually uh, beneficial. It's like taking a, a glass of wine and it calms you. But if you look at the the true pharmacology of it and uh, the harmful effects of it, it really does affect the human brain, the human reproductive system, and many other things in, in a very negative way. If you smoke marijuana for many years, you are going to have a decrease in the dominant sex hormone. You will develop an amotivational syndrome. You will increase your likelihood of dementia in a more advanced stage, although at a younger age because of the effects of it. And of course, the risk of inhaling smoke, if you smoke marijuana, um, that's very toxic to the lungs, much more so than even cigarettes. And we know that cigarettes kills people. Cigarettes cause cancer. And so the drugs are pouring in. Uh, along our borders and our youth are getting access to them. Oftentimes they believe they're taking something more benign, like maybe an oxycodone tablet of 10 milligrams, but it's laced with fentanyl. And of course, there's all kinds of other contaminants and we're getting more and more reports of that. And the contaminants tend to kill people. So we have a lot of people dying. And isn't that wonderful if you are the enemy of America? Because if you kill off our youth, then there is uh, less of a pool to draw from for our military. And of course, uh, those that are abusing the drugs are useless. Um, they, we continue to have to lower the standards of our military simply because um, our youth cannot keep up. Uh, we are becoming an emasculated nation. We know that the testosterone levels of, of our male population has dropped significantly in the past several decades, and it seems to continue to drop. So we are becoming a, a nation of crippled, effeminate men. And this is supposedly the fighting force that is historically, has always been throughout uh, mankind, the force to protect a nation. And they're trying to destroy them. There's a reason for that. Uh, look at the CCP. What are they doing? They are sending across the borders um, tons of uh, Chinese uh, inhabitants, Chinese nationals. They are many, the most of them are military aged men that are fit 
And what are they doing? They're actually working on marijuana farms, growing the marijuana for us because they know the toxic effects. Now, the question is, do they use it themselves? I don't know, but I imagine if they did, um, they might be shot and killed. <clears throat> but we, we really don't know the full effects of what's happening with the drug trafficking, but um, that's not all of it. Everything crossing our border in the South works against America. And much of that is sex trafficking. And that is so sad that we take our most innocent children, children who have not been sexually awakened yet, simply because their sex hormones have not kicked in. They have not even reached puberty. When a child is sexually awakened prior to puberty, there is brain damage that is done. There is damage to their development that will afflict them for the rest of their lives. And so what we have is children that are being raised in a very confused state. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they believe. They're being told it's okay to be a girl, even despite the fact that they have male genitalia. And they're, they're just confused. And little girls are told that when they reach adolescent, it's okay to lop off their breasts, um, to perform hysterectomies, and even to do more bizarre and grotesque things like give them something that um, appears at least somewhat to be a male sex organ. Now that's just, that's just evil to the core and it is grotesque. It is unnatural. And all of our great universities, medical research facilities are pushing it. Now that tells you that America has a problem. And uh, a great many of these kids who actually go through uh, the sex changes are um, highly regretful of what they've done. They get to a point where they would love to reverse it, but they find out that this is a one-way street. It is irreversible. They are screwed for the rest of their lives. And so they become suicidal. And of course, the suicide rate among transsexuals is amazingly high. It is rampant. And why wouldn't it be? They were created male and female. There are no exceptions to that rule. There are just no exceptions. No matter what you do to try to change that fact, it changes nothing. A boy who was born a boy is forever going to be a boy. Maybe a really screwed up, messed up one internally and externally because of what has been done to them. But that is child abuse. And likewise for girls. And so we have all the sex trafficking and we have these poor victims who are who have, for example, gone to Epstein's Island and served uh, many of our politicians, many of our wealthy people, big CEOs of companies. And of course, they're all going to get prosecuted, right? Well, not likely. Not likely. And when we do look at the borders, the southern borders, we see that the cartels have full command down there. Our soldiers and our border patrol agents have been told to stand down. Don't you dare challenge the government that tells you to let everybody in, because if you do, you will end up in prison, very much like the J6 um, prisoners, the political prisoners, who many of them now have been um, in prison without any charges against them for a period of, uh, what, two years now? Some of them 700 plus days, almost 800 days, and still no charges levied against them. And this is happening in America. 
they are prisoners of war because we are, um, well, I wouldn't say we're at war. We are under attack by our domestic government. We are under attack by the CCP. We call it a war when we decide to fight back. And so far, we really haven't fought back, or at least not very much. And I want to get into that a little bit more today. Uh, when we look at what's happening with Big Pharma, with Pfizer, um, it was very interesting. I, I read uh, a comment uh, that was actually demonstrated on a video of the CEO of uh, Pfizer. That was Albert Borla. And he made a statement and the statement went like this. By 2023, we will reduce the world population by 50%. Now, that was a very bold statement, and I didn't believe it. And so I checked into it, and sure enough, it was reported to have been edited. And really, what Albert Borla said is that what by 2023, we want to reduce the number of people in the world uh, who have no access to our vaccines by 50%. Now, <laughs> what does that amount to? Well, it probably amounts to exactly the same thing as if he would have said we will reduce the world population by 50%, because that's exactly what is happening. See, those of us who actually declared that a genocide was going down, that a pandemic was being made, we, we have been completely vindicated at this point in time. I know there's a lot of people who still won't buy into it, still won't believe it. There is a complete herd of elephants in the room, and they are still trying to ignore the elephants, but they have no maneuvering space because the elephants are consuming the entire space in the room. And so when we look at the sudden deaths and we look at uh, all the other things going on related to uh, the illegal mandates, the vaccine, so-called vaccine toxicity. Remember, this absolutely is a bioweapon. It was created uh, in the Wuhan lab, likely, and we're seeing good evidence that that is where the SARS-CoV-2 virus came from. No one ever doubted that. At least no, no one in their right mind doubted that because that's what all the evidence pointed to. Uh, of course, your government didn't want you to believe that, and they want you to think that you're stupid and ignorant. And they, let's face it, our government does our very best. They do, do their very best to make us as ignorant as we possibly can be. So you're not going to get any, any hint of truth out of our government. In fact, when they say something um, that is factual, think of the opposite scenario, and that will likely be factual. But anyway, uh, the big uh, pharma companies are out to get us. They are doing evil things, and they're going to make a ton of money in the process, as they already have. And they are getting much encouragement from the World Economic Forum and its founder, Klaus Schwab, who described Pfizer as being a purpose-driven company. Wow. Yes. And what is that purpose? Is it really to lessen the 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 risk of disease in the world no it's not that at all these people are are being praised because um the agenda of the world economic forum and the agenda of people like bill gates is to reduce the world population so let's not be ignorant on that and let's just call it what is what it is uh, big pharma has become for the most part um, complicit in the genocide. They are killers. They are murderers. 
and everything that they push seems to lead to death and maiming people and destroying people's lives for the rest of their lives. And death is appearing in a lot of different ways, and it doesn't only affect human beings. We saw that with this man-made environmental disaster. Look at East Palestine, Ohio, um, and look at how the government completely ignored this whole situation. This was a huge train de derailment, and the, these toxic chemicals were set on fire, created an immediate hazardous environment that affected an entire town as well as surrounding areas, and Biden has nothing to say about it, and Pete Buttigieg has nothing to say about it. The Department of Transportation had nothing to say about it. Or and they had no intention of doing anything about it. Finally, a few comments were made because someone showed up there of dire importance to the people. I'll discuss that further. But the man-made disasters, they have been rampant, haven't they, just in the last year? Look at how many uh, food factories, chicken factories uh, have gone up in smoke, egg-producing farms, and cattle have been killed, intentionally killed, by people that want you to not consume meat or poultry. Uh, we're in a world of hurt because as these animals are being killed by these man-made disasters going up in smoke, Look at what's happened. I mean, look at what's happening in East Palestine. They, um, they have uh, reports of uh, some 43,000, I think, animals who have been killed in the environment. And these are the reported animals, of course, not the ones seen. And um, we are seeing dead fish in the water. Now, fish breathe water. And so when fish start dying in the water, you, you obviously logically using common sense, think, oh, the water is contaminated. And yet we are actually being told just the opposite. The, the water's not contaminated. It's safe to return. Go ahead back to your homes because it's clean. It's good to go. Now, who in the right mind would even believe that? Right now, there are workers doing the cleanup Forced, by the way, they have been ordered, the, these northern uh, Norfolk Southern Railroad workers, 40 of them, were ordered to go and participate in the cleanup. And these workers are even getting sick right now. Okay, just cleaning up what was spilled, what the residue, what is left of it, and they're getting sick. Now, when you see animals like fish in the water, fish who breathe in the water are dying, that suggests contaminated water. If you see birds in the air dying or anybody breathing and they die, um, then that suggests contaminated air. That's exactly why they used to bring a little canary in the cage into um, mines, because if there was any gas leak, 
the canaries, birds are very vulnerable uh, to any toxins in the air. And people who raise parrots know that because there are certain things you cannot cook because you could potentially kill your parrot. So you got to be very careful about what gets into the air as far as any smoke or oil, fumes, things like that, um, because you'll kill the birds. And when birds die, that tells us that something is toxic in the air and we better get out of there. I actually recall in medical school at Loma Linda University School of Medicine, there I was outside of Shryock Hall where we were taking our gross anatomy class. And there was an exhaust system to pull out the fumes of formalin, formaldehyde from all of the cadavers. And there were many cadavers in there. Some, oh, I believe there might've been 60 or 80 cadavers uh, divided in two rooms. And as I was eating lunch on the lawn outside, I was noticing the vents that were pulling out those fumes and there was a bird that flew into a tree nearby and the bird just suddenly dropped out of the sky and died. I went over and looked at it and it was dead. And that was from toxic fumes. So when you see these man-made environmental disasters taking place and you realize that they are preventable, well, what do you say? Well, you say that the government is not protecting the people. Except that when it becomes intentional actions, intentional acts of omission or neglect, then you have to change the statement and say, well, actually, our government is really trying to kill us. Not only are they not protecting us, but they are complicit in killing us. You see, the poorest borders in the South are doing the same thing. All these drugs are coming in. All these criminals are coming in. They have sinister plans for us, for we, the American people, who are supposedly supposed to be protected by our government. It's not going to happen. And when we have to get out of that mindset of, oh, you can trust your government, you cannot trust your government. Your government is after you. And everything that they support supports death of American people. We have seen a tremendous rise in Satanism in America. This is another, uh, another aspect of our culture now that leads to death and destruction. Remember, the thief does not uh, come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. That is the spirit of Antichrist, and that is at work every day in our nation, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And that's exactly what your government and my government is doing to us right now, every single day. So we're in a world of hurt. Death is becoming America. We are still plagued with censorship galore. Censorship is designed to keep you from knowing the truth. And if you can't get access to the truth, then you're told nothing but lies. And we have a real brewing problem now with artificial intelligence, uh, with, for example, chatbox GBT, which, which 
seems to come right from the very heart of the CCP in their propaganda. Um, they are fully woke, but how do you define woke? Well, woke, I would call uh, intentional stupidity, but really it goes far beyond that. Woke is evil because it is all about deception. Elon Musk right now is challenging that. Remember, he was a part of ChatGPT, that project, and he thought that this was a risky proposition, but perhaps a good one because it had potential for good. But you know that when it becomes woke, there's no good intent whatsoever. Anything conservative, if you ask uh, anything conservative uh, of ChatGPT, you'll, you'll get an answer that is woke, that suggests just the opposite of common sense or actual goodness. So Elon Musk is actually planning on developing uh, a new system, uh, a new chat box to compete with chat GPT. Now, I like that, but censorship itself is probably going to make it a little bit tough, perhaps, for such a program to compete um, with uh, ChatGPT. So where are you going to get your information? If they continue to censor us and to take us down, and let me tell you, this is happening in medicine. Uh, tragically, every doctor that I speak with, and, and I'm on multiple threads, and I'm seeing these people, and they're all living in fear. They can't say too much. They can't get involved too much, especially in politics or anything related to medicine and politics, because their medical licenses will be on the line. And for that, I praise God that I actually had my medical license suspended by the corrupt Oregon Medical Board, um, because I have been free to speak in ways that would have been very challenging otherwise, or I, I would have just likely been taken down a little bit later. Um, fortunately, I have a court hearing coming up um, in the appellate court in Oregon soon. Um, but what will I expect? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I am not holding my breath. But back to death becoming America. Now, remember, we have the January 6th uh, treasonous act inspired by Nancy Pelosi. And remember that on January 6th, there were four Trump supporters who were killed. Um, many would say murdered and um, nobody has been prosecuted. No court hearings have taken place to even evaluate whether or not there was wrongful death. But what did happen is that people like Jake Lang were sent to prison without any specific charges, held forever. And Jake Lang still has had no trial for some 780 days or something like that now, going on 800 days now, this is corruption beyond corruption, and there is absolutely nothing that gets my blood boiling more than that. I would tell you right now that if I was capable and had the means, I would rescue them myself. I would do it because these are American citizens, many of them uh, former military, uh, former police officers, people who actually were there on January 6th at the Capitol and defending other uh, Capitol police trying to keep the peace. And they end up in prison with no court hearing for almost what some two years. This happens in America. I mean, this is pure communist behavior. This is despicable. And we 
as an American people, are despicable for not rescuing them. This is a travesty of travesties that we are imprisoning our own Americans. And of course, we'll uh, gladly cite the problems with the CCP who have their political prisoners over there when we are doing exactly the same thing and nothing is being done to rescue these people. Now, remember, the military, the United States military, every member takes an oath to defend the Constitution. Where is our military? Well, that's another problem. Our military is woke. Our military has been gravely weakened from being forced to take the jab, or if they didn't take it, from being persecuted for not taking it, meaning that they will not get promoted, they will not become the commanders uh, in the future, and many of them will likely opt out and probably be taken out with punishment meaning that they lose all their military benefits. If they decide to stay in, they must be subjected to the woke propaganda that tells people that you are evil if you are born white, that you are evil if you question authority, question the government in any way, or decide to abide by your constitution and God-given rights. This is absolutely criminal. This is criminal. And so we are really in trouble. And, well, how do we go about fixing this? Well, we have another problem, and that problem is election fraud. And so far, election fraud seems to be, it really appears, at least in everything that I see, to be quote, unfixable. So what have we seen? We've seen, uh, have we seen the last free election? Because uh, in 2016, the corruption was there then, but we overwhelmed them and they weren't expecting that. And so Donald Trump did win. He was voted in probably by a tremendous landslide. But what happened in 2020 ended free elections, ended a government of, by, and for the people. And we have to recognize that America is no longer a constitutional republic. We are no longer independent. We are no longer free. We are ruled by an evil oligarchy. And that has serious consequences. The Department of Homeland Security is already ramping up. Millions of dollars is going to go to local governments for, quote, election security. Now, where do you think that's going to go? Into whose hands is all that money going to go to ensure that the election turns out a certain way? Or shall we call it a selection? Because there will be no free election in 2024 unless something really drastic happens and it's not going to happen by itself. I'm going to continue on my rampage today after a short break. Don't go away. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. 
You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve Latulip. Today I'm discussing something that I think is very critical and I hope you will pass this on to as many people as possible to hear because we need to win people over. My show airs on the weekends at 5 p.m. Eastern time and then goes to podcast and you can find my podcast as well as my columns there. Go to americaoutloud.com and there they are. Just scroll down to our team and you can select my name and please do check out other speakers and authors at that website because these are good conservative people who have one goal in mind and that is to save America and to bring back liberty and justice for every single American resident. So today I'm discussing how death has actually become America because we continue to be negligent in our actions. And we have to acknowledge that. We suffer from the deaths by abortion and infanticide, by drug and sex trafficking, by the big pharmaceutical companies like uh, Pfizer, who simply want to continue poisoning as many people, not just in America, but in the entire world as they possibly can. And they're going to make a ton of money doing it. We see death resulting from man-made disasters all over the place. People eventually are going to be deprived of nutrition because there will not be enough food left. And that is exactly what they want, because then they have us. They can control us, lest we starve to death if we do not comply. And that's worrisome. That should concern every single one of us. We have seen the rise of Satanism in America, and I am telling you that every good thing that America enjoyed, every luxury, every peace that we enjoyed, being able to walk down the street and feel safe, every good thing that you have ever enjoyed in America has been a gift from God because from the Christian God only is where liberty comes from. You otherwise do not have freedom, and I do hope you'll recognize that. So we suffer from deaths uh, in from every which way, and um, we see our January 6th uh, political prisoners, some of them still rotting in 
in prison uh, if they have not been sentenced. Now, if they're declared innocent, what do you think is going to happen with all that time? Do you think they're going to get reimbursed, uh, paid by the government for a loss of two years of their lives? Or are they going to be uh, recompensed because they lost their businesses and because they were not able to visit with their families, raise their children? No, I don't think any of that is going to happen. These people have sacrificed a great deal simply because they followed their First Amendment constitutional right to redress the grievances with a rogue government. Now, that should bother us beyond anything. That is a cause worth fighting for, in my opinion. And when I say fight, I mean it, you know, full-blown, whatever it takes. That's what we should be doing. But a lot of people are still hoping that we might just be able to win an election and get somebody elected that's going to bring the old America back. Can we do this? I mean, a lot has gone down. America already has been taken down. We are not a free republic anymore. And the big question is, can we recover from it? And if we can, how are we supposed to do it? How's it going to happen? Okay, so I painted a pretty grim picture. We know that Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has opened our borders. He has. And is he really failing in his duties, as some Republicans are saying? You know, the House Republicans want to impeach him. Really? Impeach him? Come on. Do you think that he has failed? I would say if you talk to Mayorkas among the Democrats, they would say, Good job, Mayorkas. Good job. You are succeeding. Your success has been incredible. Keep going. He hasn't failed in his mission. He is succeeding overwhelmingly. And we're just telling him he's failing in his duties. Didn't we say that to Obama and to Hillary Clinton? And who else? All these people who have done us harm. We say, oh, they have failed. They're not very good at what they do. Well, that's, that's just bizarre thinking to me because they have succeeded overwhelmingly. These people are taking us down. They are taking down America. They have robbed us of our freedom. They will destroy us financially. They will do all they can to get a cashless system in place so that they can have control over your finances. And when they do that, they tell us what we can buy and sell or if we can buy and sell. They have us and we are allowing it to happen. But, you know, there's got to be some good news, right? So let me see. Hillary, Obama, Joe Biden, um, they've all committed acts of treason, right? There's no doubt about the fact that these people have all committed acts of treason, and yet, where are they? Well, they still live freely, while our American citizens are still rotting in the gulags because of their political viewpoints, because they're conservatives. There's a huge problem with that. So no good news there, but I want to continue searching. What about Hunter Biden? Now, we have so much evidence against Hunter Biden. It is clear that he had criminal intent. It's clear that he was a terrible drug abuser, and it is clear 
that he used women, trashed women, considered them to be nothing but property, chattel for his pleasure. That's abusive. Um, but will he be prosecuted? He is the son of Joe Biden, right? Oh, yeah. Do you think he'll be prosecuted? I don't think so. And what about that little pencil neck, Adam Schiff, who fortunately, okay, here it is, folks. Here's, here's the breath of fresh air. Adam Schiff is the former House Intelligence Committee chairman. Yahoo, great. Good riddance, Schiff. I despise you. I, I have to admit that. I am human, and I despise Adam Schiff because he continually leaked sensitive classified information to our enemies and to the public, all to harm Donald Trump. We know that. He participated heavily in the Trump-Russia collusion debacle. Mike Pompeo finally came out and said, look, I, I stopped giving him information because every time I spoke anything in his presence, it got leaked out. So what is Adam Schiff? He is a traitor, just like Hillary, just like Barack Obama, just like Joe Biden. They have sold out the American people. And what do we say about that? Well, we might say a lot, but what do we do? Oh, that's a different story. Same thing for Nancy Pelosi, another bright light in the darkness, former Speaker of the House. Thank you, God. Nancy Pelosi and numerous other politicians have been getting filthy rich from their political corruption. And we know that they're doing it. There's no other way to explain it based on their salaries. And yet, they get away with it. They walk free. They will see no prison time, no jail time. There will be no accountability, no consequences for their crimes. We know that Nancy Pelosi was behind the January 6th insurrection and the insurrection, if there ever was any hint of an insurrection, it was not by the conservatives. It was inspired and incited by the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and all of their little miscreants who were placed in there to cause good people to be taken down. You see, nothing but death and destruction is happening in America under this regime. We see in Arizona, the state in which I now live, imposter Katie Hobbs, criminal Katie Hobbs, getting away with treason, now proven that she was bought off by the Sinaloa cartel uh, and all by bribes along with many other Arizona politicians. You see, she did not win an election. The governor, the rightful governor of Arizona is Carrie Lake, not Katie Hobbs. And Carrie Lake, bless her heart, she is a hero. But do you think Carrie Lake will ever own the title and sit in the chair of the governor's office of Arizona? I don't think so. And if you think so, God bless you. You are um, much more of an optimist than I am. I just don't see that happening. But, you know, we do have some passionate Americans out there and they're saying some things. And just the fact that we do have passionate Americans, and I hope I'm one among them, and I realize I'm saying things too, 
and doing what I can to change things as I can. But let's ask ourselves, is this a bright light in the darkness or is it not really? For example, Arizona Sheriff Mark Lamb recently described a 600% increase in fentanyl pill seizures at the Arizona border over the past two years. He mentions human trafficking by the cartels is absolutely rampant. And he draws a very logical conclusion. And he stated when he stated that no matter what state you are in, what happens in my backyard today, that is in Arizona at the border, he says, this will be in your front yard tomorrow. Good for you, Mark Lamb. You're absolutely right. This is true. There will be consequences to our inaction at the border. What's his solution, though? Mark Lamb, you're a good man, and I praise you for what you are taking a stand against. But he says his solution, he says federal action is overdue. Federal action is overdue. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The federal government, do you think they're going to take action to hold Mayorkas accountable? Are they, do you think they are going to build the wall? Do you think that they are going to label the cartels officially an enemy of the United States and declare war against them? No way. It's just not going to happen. The federal government is the problem. So we cannot expect the federal action of any type to favor American citizens. It's not going to happen. I've said now for three years, America is under attack. The coup is in progress and it is continuing to progress. But I thank Mark Lamb for his patriotism. I thank him uh, for recognizing the problem at least. Now, as I mentioned a little earlier, uh, I'm in touch with all the freedom doctors and they're very intent on doing the right thing, which is to put the patient first, to serve patients as we always have done as medical doctors historically, up until the time of the COVID pandemic was declared. But they want to build a parallel system, a parallel system so that you as a patient can choose your doctor and go to a non-woke doctor. Now, that requires funding, and they are also doing direct patient care, which means they have nothing to do with insurance companies. Now, this all does help, and it contributes, and I praise them for what they're doing. But this is a small, small group of medical doctors, and there's no way that legitimate, honest Faithful medical doctors, I mean, faithful to their oath as physicians, they're, they're not going to be able to reach a whole lot of people because there are too few of them. Another good hero of mine, another bright light is Carrie Lake. Now, she's fighting every way she can, and she is taking her case to the Supreme Court. Hopefully, that's coming soon. But what do you expect? Do you think that the Supreme Court justices are going to do her justice? I don't have any confidence in the Supreme Court. I just don't. They have not demonstrated any consistency whatsoever. And that includes some of our so-called conservative justices or constitutional justices. They often are siding with the liberals, and it's probably because they fear for their own lives. And that is absolutely pathetic. Where do we go if we have no judicial branch 
that can bring liberty and justice for all. This is just merely an illusion right now. It's just a fact. America has been taken over. We have been destroyed. And death has become America. Now, Dan Bongino, I think he's the top-rated um, radio show host now, or, or TV uh, host. And I'll tell you, Dan Bongino is a tremendous informer. He's a great informer telling you what's happening and what's going to happen. This is coming down. And then he says, you know, I hate to say it, but I told you so. Well, yes, you did, Dan. And so did a lot of other people. But I told you so. I mean, what good is that? What good is that? You would think, at least I would think, that somebody like Dan Bongino, with all of his experience, right, with all of his military training and special forces stuff, you would think he would understand the nature of the problem. And I do think he does. But I have to ask the question, is he delusional? by thinking that somehow we are going to win back our country by arguing and by recognizing the evil, by exposing the evil and doing nothing about it? I don't know, because I don't see anything other than that. See, what's really missing is, in, is, is our ability to act. Inaction has become us. And the more that we inact, the more that we suffer. And the more death and despondence and destruction prevails in America, somehow, therefore, something has got to change. Hang in there, good people, because things are going to get a lot worse. Many of us are actually going to suffer. Many of us are going to be persecuted. If I say these same words today that I'm saying to you, in six or 12 months from now, there is a distinct possibility they could throw me in prison for just speaking those words. Free speech is gone. It is gone in America. And so I'm saying it to you now. But things are going to get a lot worse in 2023 because of our inaction. And that's all of us. We are going to suffer. We are going to persecute. A lot more people are going to get sick from all these intentional man-made disasters that our government is causing, literally causing, our food supply is being repeatedly contaminated. And as a result of all this devastation, all of this warfare, war tactics being used against our own people, many of us are going to die. And that's just a plain fact. And we need to get over it and understand that. Now, we understand that life is hard. Of course, life is hard. We all have our struggles. In the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verses 33, we read, In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Remember that when man fell under the curse of the sin of Adam and Eve, um, life became hard. From that day onward, life has become a challenge. But what is tribulation? I mean, tribulation 
for the average American, maybe would have been a flat tire or the water heater goes out in the house, or maybe we catch a flu bug and have to suffer for a few days. I mean, we're going to have trials in life. Everybody experiences those kind of trials. But we are now about to experience something different in a really big way, and that is tyranny. Okay, this is tribulation of a different kind. Tyranny is forced tribulation. Our government is now terrorizing us by every means possible, and we need to recognize that. And God help you if you are a Christian, because persecution is coming. Persecution is coming. And if you think that we are going to be raptured out of this world when the going gets real tough, I don't know how else to say it other than you don't understand the Bible. And, and that I'd have to say, and I keep saying that I'm going to discuss that in depth. I'm going to bring on a, a good friend and theologian uh, with me, and I've got to get to that real soon. I, I want to start uh, doing battle with bad doctrine. And it's a, we live in a time where we have to expose it and speak the truth. And speaking the truth is what's needed. But let me tell you, Christian persecution results why? Because we are silent? Well, no, not really. It, it usually comes when we are noisy, because we are bold and speak the truth. And Christian persecution doesn't seem to come because we did not act. It's because we do act. See, speaking the truth will get you persecuted. Hey, I think we ought to bring prayer back in schools. There were a whole lot fewer problems when children prayed to the Lord God Almighty, the one who blessed America every morning. You see, when God is on our mind, death and destruction tend to flee. But if you speak that truth, um, expect some persecution in the present America. And then try living the truth if you really want to get persecuted, because that's exactly what will happen. You see, in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, we are told to present our bodies a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Now, sacrifice versus comfort, right? They are diametrically opposed, and nobody in America seems to want to sacrifice anymore. And yet we are told to present our bodies to God as Christians, to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Paul tells us, the Apostle Paul. And he goes on and says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, what does that verse say? It says, be a nonconformist. Do not conform to the world, but be conformed to God. When a lot of people in America did that, Americans were blessed. We became the greatest nation on earth because we became a Christian nation. What difference will our actions make? That's another question we have to ask, because if we are going to speak the truth and if we are going to act upon the truth, well, is it going to make a difference or are we just doomed? Are we fated to become slaves of the globalist system? Our country right now is under attack from within and from abroad. The Biden regime is our enemy, sworn enemy. Everything they do tells us that. The CCP, 
Communist China is our enemy. They are our two primary enemies, enemies right now. It is not Putin. Putin is actually taking a stand for some Christian values. He opposes woke, and that's why they want to take him down. I'm sure that's a big part of it. And the Pfizer CEO, who's stating he's doing all he can to get the world vaccinated, is not trying to help people. He's trying to kill people. And here is our government right now doing everything in its power to literally destroy us. And we sit back and we watch and we do nothing. Our J6 prisoners rot in government prisons and we do nothing. Now, as a military man and as a Christian, as a medical doctor and as an American, nothing makes me more angry. We are cowards. I have to say that as an entity, America has become a bunch of lazy, fat, complacent, and uncaring people. As a nation, there's a lot of individuals opposing it and fighting, and I praise you for it and thank God for it. But even conservatives are woke to a certain extent, deceived into believing we can't do anything. That's exactly what I want us to, what they want us to believe, and that's exactly what we must oppose them in. We will surely pay the price for our inaction. Don't think it's going to save your hide. It will destroy your hide, and it will do it quickly. We will be hurt badly, and that includes our children and our grandchildren and their children. So what I'm saying is we will either defend the truth, not just speak it, but defend the truth, or we will live the lie. We cannot just speak the truth. If it's not followed by action, it is worthless. And that's exactly what America is doing right now. So maybe Dan Bongino will get some satisfaction in saying, see, I told you so. But that doesn't sit well with me. We as Christians have been called, set apart, and we also have been called and set apart as Americans. We have received much, and because we have received much, we owe our country something. Has death become America? Yes. Look around you. But please, let's start doing something. Let's think about some American ingenuity and put it to work. Are we the home of the brave? Can we become the home of the brave? If you just said yes, I would challenge you to prove it. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve Rutula. Until next week, adieu.